Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we'd go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Coming up on the Behind the Mic Podcast, on December 28, 2021, the football world lost a Hall of Fame sportscaster and coach, a husband of one, father of two, and both coach and friend of many. We honor the memory of of John Madden. You're behind the mic with Michael Neal Jr. Happy New Year. Welcome in. It is the Behind the Mic podcast. Uh, look, <laughs> this is my first year almost wrapping up. Not till February. This is going to be my first year with Belly Up. But uh, this is the first episode of the New York New Year. I keep forgetting it is 2022. I uh, haven't thought anything about the actual year in 2022. But um, 45 episodes last year. Uh, today is episode 46. Um, we keeping it moving. I love it. All right, the first eight though, it was almost like everything else. And again, I kind of got tired of the whole um, going back and forth. Uh, type thing as far as being opinionated and I love that stuff uh, but I don't I don't love it as much as I used to I want to go with my first love which was NFL history I love history period but NFL history uh, that's my thing so after ep- eight episodes I don't know if you go back and you look at my feed it says open mic that's the uh well open mic is the first one but the, the first one i did nfl history on is called you gotta start somewhere and i'm glad of where i started and i'm glad of where i am right now so look it's not going to be that long of an episode today so we're going to get to it so nfl historians lovables <laughs> lovers lovers of sports history y'all can pull up a chair it's about us we love hi- history uh sports history especially nfl history so this show is for you. It's not for the know-it-alls. Kick rocks, no shoes, find another show. This show is for those who don't know as much about NFL history as well. So we're here to what? Enlighten, teach, and learn. It is the Behind the Mic podcast presented by Billy of Sports. Billy of Sports podcast network is where you'll find us. Billyofsports.com. Check out not only the great shows that we have. We have many, but also those great staff writers that we have. You can see their stories. You can even check them out on Twitter as well. A lot of um, stories go up on those uh, on that platform. So also our home base platform for podcast, Spreaker. Also Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Our Heart Radio, YouTube, and many, many more. So again, Happy New Year. Look, we lost some greats on last year. You lose great people, famous people, uh, people close to you every year there's always something that happens every year um and we won't you know we talk about one of them today but found out saturday morning that former cowboys running back and head coach of the broncos 
Giants, and Falcons, Dan Reeves, he had passed away. Uh, among the list of so many people lost in 2021, actor Betty White, everybody was falling out over that, um, was another one we lost. A couple of weeks from her, what, 100th birthday? But I found it really interesting with her passing was a tweet by Paul Himbakitis, him being the ESPN producer. And he, he tweeted, January 17th, 1922, Betty White was born. June 24th, 1922, the American Professional Football Association, or APFA, changes its name to the National Football League. She was older than the NFL. I mean, technically, it, you know, the league did start in 1920, but the NFL as we know it was started in 1922. She's seen it all. At this point, she's seen it all. Also, a big congratulations to Georgia and Alabama. Uh, they are back in the national championship again. And look, I know y'all don't want to hear this. I really know you don't. But no matter what you have to say about Alabama or even Georgia, be honest with yourself. You wish you were in their shoes. You wish your squad was as good as they are and got the recruits that they did. You do. You don't have to say it to me. I mean, you know, you know it deep down. You want your team to win, right? Okay, so don't act, don't act like that. <laughs> don't act like that. All right, let's get to it. The week 17, it's the rundown. Everything was on Sunday and on Monday night. We had a couple of winning streaks that finally ended. And those trying to get into the playoffs. We start Falcons at the Bills. We start in Buffalo, where the Bills hosted the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons hung around for a minute. But even the threat of a comeback was made a little hilarious. Matt Ryan, he got flagged for a taunting penalty after a supposed touchdown run. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I thought I saw what I thought I saw. But um, I'm like, wow, okay. And then they ended up in a fourth down and they did pick it up and that was it. Buffalo clinched the playoff berth. But now they have to beat the Jets next weekend to clinch the division title in the AFC East. Now, Bears hosting the Giants. Bears defensive lineman Robert Quinn. He broke Hall of Famer Richard Dent's single-season franchise record for sacks. He got his 18th on Sunday. And the Bears defense just made the Giants look god-awful. I mean, the first play was a sack fumble, right? Then on the next possession, Sean Mannion, who mercifully is, excuse me, Sean Glennon. We'll get to Mannion soon uh, later on in the show. Sean Glennon threw an interception on the next possession. Just just pitiful. Just pitiful. Of course, Glennon, he's mercifully done for the season. Anyway, Chiefs, Bengals. That was, that was the game of the day. That was definitely the game of the day. The Chiefs defense had redeemed themselves. Finally looking like a championship-level defense, you know, for the most part. But then they played the Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals win the AFC North. Jamar Chase, he had a Tecmo Bowl type game receiving 11 catches 266 yards and three touchdowns i've been playing a lot of tecmo bowl lately by the way and joe burrow 907 9900 excuse me slow down mike 971 passing yards eight touchdowns by the way in back-to-back -back games is the second most in nfl history mm. kansas city streak it stops at eight wins but look the chiefs I still believe that they're going to be in the Super Bowl. But the Bengals are actually showing me that they're serious. They are at the right time. And Jackpot Joey, smoke your cigar. Oh, head coach Zach Taylor for the Bengals. I apologize. I thought this guy, 
along with Vic Fangio and Mac Nagy and maybe one other one. They were all, he was one of the ones that was going to be fired at the end of the season. Uh, no, as my wife would tell me. Another streak was halted right here in Nashville. Seven straight wins by the Miami Dolphins. The first NFL history, by the way, to do so after losing seven straight. Personally, I believe they finally played a good team, but look, I just work here, and I think I may be kind of wrong about that. I, I did find a tweet that showed the quarterbacks or the teams that they lost to. I mean, they beat New England week one, and then they proceeded, proceeded to beat um, Baltimore, and that was about it. Uh, I, don't even, I can't remember if week 10 was when Lamar Jackson got hurt or not. I'm not, I cannot remember, but the teams that they lost to, Buffalo, the Raiders, Indianapolis, Tampa Bay, y'all see a trend? Okay, Jacksonville, Atlanta, yeah, all right. Then Buffalo again, and then Tennessee. Like I said, I just work here. The Tennessee Titans, by the way, they win the AFC South and are the number one seed in the AFC thanks to the Chiefs taking that L in Cincy. I guess they don't have to worry about the Colts after all. And speaking of Indianapolis, the Raiders brought them back down to earth just a smidgen. But do you know what's cool? When a team actually plays inspired, that's what's cool to me. You have former Raiders head coach, John Madden, who passed away only days before the game. And on top of that, you're trying to get into the playoffs and you have to win the last two games. Have to win. And the result, they came through. Daniel Carlson, yet another game-winning field goal. Now Vegas, all they have to do now is beat the Chargers at home this Sunday. <laughs> A de facto playoff game. Jags at Patriots. One of the first thoughts I had about Mac Jones on Sunday was that he has got to be thinking, this is very familiar. Beating a team by 40. The Pats won 50 to 10 against the lowly Jags. I mean, coming from Alabama, he had plenty of teams that they trashed along the way. And they've done that in New England before. But while the Patriots, by the way, are back into the playoffs, Jacksonville is always already sizing up their top three pick for the draft, which will be happening in what about four months? April is not far away. Oh, and they still need a head coach. Okay, so I'm not gonna do what everybody thinks I'm gonna do, which is just flip out and talk about Antonio Brown. Okay, yeah, I am, but I'm gonna keep it short. I've seen the jokes, but all I can say is that this guy needs help. Two words. Whether you believe it or not, Vontez perfect. Look, he got that hit and he hasn't been the same since. AB is clearly suffering mentally and I think it has to do with CTE. I totally believe what Ryan Clark also said about Antonio Brown a couple years ago where, you know, money will make you more of what you already are, which, I mean, he had proved to be a selfish football player at, at points. And, you know, right now, um, I mean, when you see that on the sideline, you taking your jersey and everything off, I still don't understand everything that went down with everything I've seen, everything that I've read. I still don't understand. But all I do know is that CTE kind of does the same thing. It, it throws you off. It throws you way off. This guy did not have these kind of, he didn't act like this before that. But he is suffering mentally. As far as the game, the Jets, they came to play, point blank. They had a 24-20 lead late in the fourth quarter, and the Buccaneers had to drive 93 yards. They did it. Tom Brady, they he, 
game-winning touchdown pass, he owns the New York Jets. Next, another one of those Geico Fisherman moments where Taylor Heineke and Washington almost had a win against the Eagles. Instead, the interception that he threw sealed it. And they can forget about the playoffs. But forget about all that. How about the Washington football team stadium? If it is still named, and I think it is still FedEx Field, I am I'm very embarrassed being an employee. Fred, can, can you cut them a check? Do something. Get them to fix the railing and all of the other stuff. I mean, who remembers the sewage pipe that burst? It was leaking all over the fans. If you didn't see that, you need to go on YouTube and find that. That's that's nasty. And now you got a railing that collapsed and nearly takes out Jalen Hurts, along with a couple of Eagles fans, on his way through the tunnel. Washington, fix it. Fred, cut him a check. Do something. Oh, by the way, Philly clinched an NFC wildcard playoff spot. And they could thank a team wearing purple who lost on Sunday night for that. <laughs> Baltimore now has lost five games in a row. They hosted the Rams. Not good. But can you blame them, though? They're without Lamar Jackson. Half of the rest of their team, the Rams, on the other hand, may be 12-4, and four, but they are struggling. And with all the people missing for Baltimore, once again, Jim Harbaugh's squad almost won that game. The final was what, 20-19? I mean, the Ravens, the Ravens, they had the ball last, right? And a shot. And they got the one of the greatest kickers of all time. They had a shot. Matt Stafford, Booger McFarlane said it on Monday Night Countdown, on last night. You are part of the problem. Fix it. Or the Rams will not see the Super Bowl, let alone win a playoff game. No, that's, that's not going to happen. You keep turning the football over like that. I, look, I'm rooting for the guy. But you got, got, to, got to fix it. Afternoon slate, Broncos at Chargers. As far as the Broncos are concerned, it was a better season than I thought it would be for Vic Fangio and his squad. But no playoffs. You know, Now the Chargers, they're in the wild card spot for now. But they have a big game against the Raiders this week. We said it earlier. Essentially a de facto playoff game to get into the playoffs. Texans at the 49ers. Not much to talk about here. Jimmy G's thumb was jacked up. So Trey Lance had to start on Sunday against Houston. He looked all right. He made some throws. He made some mistakes. But the 49ers got the win. No playoffs yet. But they have to beat the Rams this week. It's possible. The way that Matt Stafford is playing is possible. Or New Orleans has to lose. Anything can happen. Okay, Cowboys fans, I have to pull out another one of my buddy Ken Johnson's quotes. Look, it does not matter how many All-Pros you have on your squad. You have to play on Sunday. The Cowboys defense didn't show up. The Cowboys offense waited until it was too late to show up. Can't do that. And it was Kyler Murray's homecoming, being from Texas, by the way. And his win on Sunday, real interesting if you didn't already know, Makes him 9-0 at Jerry World. 5-0 as a starter with Allen High School. 2-0 between Texas A&M and Oklahoma. And now 2-0 as an Arizona Cardinal. Home field advantage. You think the New Orleans Saints miss Drew Brees? Just wait until Cameron Jordan retires. He's a spark plug for that defense for the Saints. Yeah, they hosted the Panthers. And I love Demario Davis. I really do. But I truly feel that guy puts that defense over the top. Cameron Jordan does. He had three and a half of the seven sacks against Carolina on Sunday. Playoffs? I don't think it matters because New Orleans simply isn't good enough anyway. They're not. They're not. 
Lions and Seahawks, the only thing that impressed me about this game was that the Lions actually scored back. And they did it with their backup quarterback, Tim Boyle. Yes, the Lions defense, they gave up 51 points. But the offense also scored 29 of their own. And they could have scored more. And as far as Seattle is concerned, they're just stat padding at this point. That's about it. Sunday night football, Vikings at Packers. When Mason Crosby kicked that field goal for the first points of the game for the pack, that won me my second fantasy football championship. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I love you too. I love y'all. 34 points later, Green Bay secured the number one seed in the NFC. But you know what? And I mentioned Sean Mannion by accident earlier. This just me. Mannion got to start at quarterback because Cousins, who's not vaccinated, tested positive for COVID. He looked so uninterested to me. He did. To, to me, he did. Almost like, all right, I'm playing in this game and I'm cold. But <laughs> I don't know, man. But what I did know, the Vikings, they had no chance in Hades on Sunday night of beating the Packers. Monday night football, finally. Ah, it was a finality to this, man. That was a beautiful game as a Steelers fan to watch. Browns at the Steelers. Big Ben, his final game in Heinz Field. 60,000 yards passing. Eighth all-time on the list in touchdown passes. Pittsburgh got it done. It wasn't pretty. I mean, Ben threw, what, 40-something passes and only had 140-something yards, right? But they got it done. Uh, the MVPs for Monday night, that win against the Cleveland Browns, Najee Harris and Chris Boswell. Yes, I like to have more than one touchdown and a bunch of field goals. I got two touchdowns and a bunch of field goals. I'll take it. I'll take it. Big Ben threw his final touchdown pass at home. It was good to see that. And on top of all that, look, all those quarterback sacks by the Steelers defense, they had nine. Nine times. And J.J. Uh, Watt's little brother, TJ, needs only one more sack. He had four by himself, by the way. Needs one more sack to tie the single season sack record held by Michael Strahan. The gap had 22 and a half back in the day. Cleveland, though, don't have 10 penalties. Block somebody and run the football. That's all you had to do. The worst run defense in football, and you wouldn't run the football. I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Maybe they will. I don't understand. But it was great seeing how, um, how that game went last night. Uh, all the terrible tiles waving. Najee Harris putting the game away with that long 37-yard touchdown run. And then the defense gets another pick. And so that Big Ben can come out for one final knee at home. Look, taking that last lap, hugging his kids, and then walking down the tunnel with his family at the end. It was like watching a freaking movie. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. All right, so that wraps up week 17. Look, I love that Raiders, you know, how the Raiders, they honored John Madden with that comeback win in Indianapolis. And all of those that paid homage uh, to John Madden, the signs, the players wearing the cleats and 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 the, the everything, the, the, all of it, the broadcasters and the the all of the the clips that they showed, all the the two days of football that we had on Sunday and on Monday night, it was just great. Sunday night, it, it was just great. It was all beautiful. But I'll do my part to honor the great coach and broadcaster. Next.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you watched the documentary... All Madden, presented by Fox. Um, there's not a whole lot else I can say. So, Behind the Mic Podcast, will pay homage to John Madden with a throwback segment on The Great Coach. I take you back to June 16th, 2021, last summer, a segment that I did from The Whistleblowers Part 2. Well, we're going to get started on our new batch of coaches. All right, kick the music. So, when you say the name John Madden, what do you think of? First thing is the video game, Madden. That's what all of my nephews, as well as my nieces, that's what they think about anytime they say the name John Madden, or just it's just Madden. It's not even John. They don't. I don't even think they know his first name. I tell you some other things that I think of: the fact that he was a color commentator for all four major TV networks, CBS, Fox, ABC, NBC, from 1979 to 2008, and winning what? I think it was 13 Emmys? And then on top of that, it's the Telestrator. Boom! You know, the Telestrator, he's drawing all over the, the screen and, and doing some things that, drawing some things that have nothing to do with the game. Remember the six-leg turkey uh, from Thanksgiving? So, uh, uh, in the 22 years that he spent with Pat Summerall, what do you think about that, John? Well, you see here, this the turkey normally has two legs, and this one has one, two, three, four, five, six legs. I mean, these are the things we think about with John Madden. And even before that, or mix it in, the Miller Lite commercials and the Ace hardware commercials. Ace is the place, you know. That, those are the things that I think about. But you know what? Few knew the coach or know the coach so let's get to know john madden he was drafted by the philadelphia eagles but because of knee injury in college he already had one he injured the other knee during training camp and never got to play a game offensive line so and uh just as a note he spent some time in film sessions during that time he was injured with one norm van brocklin you get to know him later on and some other shows, but he's a pro football hall of famer. And that pretty much was the origin of him starting the coaching aspect of his career because his playing days were clearly over. So he started off in college like a lot of other ones. In 1960, he was assistant for Allen Hancock College, junior college. He was elevated in 62 to be the head coach. 
In 63, he was in uh, San Diego State as the defensive coordinator with one Don Coriel. And you will hear his name plenty during the show today. Then he got his break in the pros with the Oakland Raiders in 1967. Al Davis hires him as his linebackers coach. In 68, the Oakland Raiders, they lose Super Bowl II to Green Bay. And that was last the last game for Vince Lombardi. Head coach John Roush basically left to go to the Buffalo Bills, leaving a coaching opening. Now, one thing I had no idea was about was Al Davis actually wanted Chuck Knoll, who was pretty much one of the hot coaching candidates of the time. In 69, if you were paying attention last week, that was his first year he took the Pittsburgh Steelers job. Al Davis won it. Well, he's already gone. So he looked to his own staff. Madden was already there. And Madden was elevated to head coach. He believed in John Madden. He took a shot, and it was probably one of the greatest things that Al Davis could have done. Now, do I think no? Just could you imagine Chuck Noll being the head coach of the Raiders? Steelers fans, can y'all imagine that? That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. So he was elevated to head coach in 1969. And from 1969 to 1978, they played like champions. The winningest franchise during that time was the Oakland Raiders. But from 69 to 75, this was, those are the years that Madden coached. Just like Lombardi, he coached for 10 seasons there. Didn't coach long, but he coached long enough. But from 69 to 75, they went to the AFC Championship six out of seven years. They kept coming up short. They were starting to be that team that was always winning all these games during the regular season. They would get to the AFC Championship and then they would lose. Now, if you go backwards a little bit, just a couple years, the team that had that stigma was the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, Tom Landry had five straight losing seasons from 1960 to 1964. But after that, they started going to the championship games after they started winning more games, right? They lost to the Browns and they lost consecutive years to the, the Packers before finally winning in 1971. They beat the Miami Dolphins 24-3 in the Super Bowl. Now it's the Raiders' turn to have that stamp on their forehead. They could not win the big one. That was the whole thought process in the media and around the league. They were great, but they just couldn't. They were good, but they couldn't be great until they won the Super Bowl. Well, then came 1976. They lost all of those previous AFC Championship games. And keep this in mind, five times they lost to the eventual Super Bowl champ. Back in 69, in Madden's first year, they lost to the Chiefs. In 70, they lost, they lost to the Baltimore Colts. Fast forward to 73, they lost to the Miami Dolphins. And then two years in a row in 74 and 75 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, 71, they went 9-7. and seven. They missed the playoffs. And 72, as a Steelers fan, do I feel bad? Not really. But that was the immaculate reception game that they lost. And that was the Pittsburgh Steelers' first ever playoff win, by the way. They lost them all. But then in 76, they ran through the league. They were 13-1, and one, and the one loss was to the New England Patriots, which they avenged in the AFC Championship game. The one loss was 48-17, to and they got their revenge. And, of course, the drive was kept alive by a penalty. 
uh, Sugar Bear Harrison, I think was his name, uh, hit on, on an incomplete pass. He's dry, uh, they're driving, and Sugar Bear with his hand hits the hits Ken Stabler right upside the head, and a flag keeps the drive alive and gives them the first down. And Stabler eventually runs it into the end zone for the game winning score. Then they revenge those years of losing to Pittsburgh by beating up on them, even though the Pittsburgh Steelers did not have Franco Harris or Rocky Blyer, they won the AFC Championship going away. The Super Bowl that year was in Pasadena, California. What more as a Raiders fan could you ask for? And here's another little nugget. John Madden's best friend was John Robinson. They were friends, I think, since they were children, since they were around 10 years old or, or, or a little bit earlier. Robinson, who had been an assistant coach for one season for the Raiders, I think it was in 1975, left to take the USC job. USC and John Robinson had won the Rose Bowl where the Super Bowl was being played the week before. Of course, Robinson was in the building for his best friend's biggest game of his life. And they won Super Bowl XI going away in Pasadena's Rose Bowl, 32-14 over the Minnesota Vikings. Hmm. So... I mean, that was a beautiful moment. They finally climbed the mountain, and John Madden was the head coach of the first ever champions for the, as far as the Raiders are concerned. First ever. Now, unfortunately, the next year, they went back to the AFC Championship again, but this time, the Denver Broncos were in the way. They lost that game in route to Super Bowl 12, and in 78, they were finished 9-7, and and John Madden said, I've done all I can do and I have to retire. And then that was it. So what is John Madden's claim to fame? He was the fastest, as far as coaches that won 100 plus games, right? He was the fastest to 100 wins with 103. And he has the highest regular season winning percentage in the history of the NFL, nearly 76%, .759 to be exact. And he was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2006. The man had a lot of help along the way as well. They put together some great teams with the Raiders. Art Shell, Jim Otto, Gene Upshaw, they anchored that offensive line. And then the receivers like Fred Berletnikoff and defensive players like Ted Hendricks and Willie Brown, quarterback Ken Stabler, and the ghost himself, Dave Casper. They did their thing. They were the winningest franchise over that period of time when John Madden was the head coach for 10 years of it. And they got over the hump. He could give no more. And so when he retired, well, they had to have a replacement, right? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I guess I did a pretty good job on that. <laughs> Um, in this 46, 45, 46 episode journey, I'm only trying to get better. Um, and, uh, I, I think that I could have done a lot better. <laughs> sometimes I rush. Sometimes, uh, I don't take my time, but look, John Madden was a great coach and a great broadcaster. 
I'm a graduate of Full Sail University, and one thing that they push on top of the training that you get from vocal to you know, the technological aspect of things, uh, every aspect that you can think of, uh, they push you being yourself. They don't want you to be a robot. They want you to be you. And one thing about John Madden is that John Madden was John Madden. He was a head coach that never had done broadcasting before. If you watched All Madden, he didn't want to do it. He almost refused to do it. He didn't want to be a broadcaster because not, I don't want to use the words. He didn't respect them, but I don't think that he, he, he did. I don't think that he liked the commentary and the way that they did it. But if you really look at John Madden and you think about all of the broadcasters that, that came before him, John Madden was his own guy. And I'm not saying that there weren't great broadcasters before John Madden. There were, um, and there were broadcasters that had their own personalities. That's what you're supposed to have. But, and I'll be a carbon copy of somebody else. Well, yeah, welcome into the game. And this guy, he got a first, you know, you don't want to talk like that. You don't want to sound like a, a robot or something off of The Simpsons. But the one thing that, uh, you know, I can say about John Madden, he, I, he definitely had an impact on everybody else just like there are a lot of other broadcasters down through the years uh the reason why i got into this thing was because of uh Stuart scott he was the one that i saw that was doing things a lot differently when i was actually paying attention and that man caught my attention and i wanted to not necessarily be like him but it let me know that i could do it so I, i'm still on the cusp of going into that field I mean, i've got some jobs on the table uh, we'll see what happens, but um, I, looking at Madden and what did he what he did as a broadcaster, I almost want to say he was just as great of a broadcaster as he was a coach. But again, this is a coach that only coached ten years, just like Vince Lombardi, but he had the highest winning percentage, still does, as any coach in NFL history. Yeah, he only had one championship, but every time that he lost in the AFC Championship. It was to the team that won the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, uh, but it's 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 so it was greatness. He had great players. I remember leaving out Cliff Branch, for instance. <laughs> I named a lot of those great players that he had with the Raiders. Yeah, it was you know I named the Gene Upshaws and the Art Shells and the the Jim Ottos and the Phil Villapianos and the uh, the George Atkinsons and. And Stabler and Cat Dave Casper and and Belichnikov. I didn't say <laughs> Cliff Branch, and I love Cliff Branch. He was a receiver and a fast one at that. But um, I'll just end the show with the notes that I took, you know, from watching All Madden. And again, that was a really, really um, a great doc. If you haven't watched it, uh, I nearly cried. I nearly cried because um, I mean, to me that that gets me. That stuff gets me. But, you know, he's a coach, broadcaster, and you know him about the EA Sports and all of that. But the one thing I thought about was, you know, with his retirement after 10 years and thinking about fans, look, you get in this business as far as being a coach or even a player or anything like that, if there's one profession that is publicly ridiculed by media as well as regular people, regular fans and stuff, and it's on public display, and they put your name in the street it's sports 
football, basketball, baseball, hockey, doesn't matter, tennis, and football being America's most popular sport, if you lose one too many games or you turn the football over one too many times, yet there are some untouchable people out there that have been, but they're by very thin thread. And look at all of the success that John Madden had, but he hadn't won a championship. And he finally got Super Bowl XI in 1977. Uh, that 76 Raiders team was a great team. They finally got over the hump. They had some things finally fall their way. Instead of the immaculate reception and them losing in the 72 playoffs in the Pittsburgh Steelers' first playoff win ever in franchise history, Sugar Bear uh, Harrison, who was the defensive end for the New England Patriots, who clubbed Ken Stabler upside the head, and they called referring the passer on a pass that was incomplete and it kept the drive alive and they eventually won that game to go on to meet the Pittsburgh Steelers at home and beat them to go on to Super Bowl XI and beat the Minnesota Vikings. And I mean, those kind of things happen. But thinking about his retirement, it was the frustration and there's about the, the, uh, the pressure to win and the toll it takes on somebody. And the one thing that fans never think about, they don't, they don't really care, truth be told. Um, very few of them do. The fact that these guys are people too. These ladies and gentlemen, they're people too. And they have families too. And it takes a lot of, a lot of time away from their family. I thought about my son and, and everything that he does basketball-wise. My oldest son, Michael III. And all the time he spends away, whether it's workouts, whether it's games, whether it's been uh, traveling and things like that. And then my middle son, Nathan, He's a um, he's a singer and he's a dancer. Now he's always gone all the time because he's got uh, he's missing family functions from time to time or they're late, you know. If, if anything else, and players and coaches, you know, they choose that path. And they while everybody else is at home on Thanksgiving, or on Christmas, or on New Year's, or whatever name that uh, holiday, they're playing a game and they have to coach a game and they have to do. I'll be home later, maybe. Or I have to spend this holiday with my teammates and my coaches. Uh, but then when you think about the family aspect of it, John Madden, he had to make a choice. And it was really interesting to hear his wife, not like unlike any other. She was a football wife. And she said, John, we need you here at home. Her, her and, and his two boys. And he made that decision. He said, look, I'm retiring and I'm not coaching again. And I, I thought that that was admirable i mean because the man put everything that he had in it and then some and he gave it all that he had and he did his job and he did it well and he's in the hall of fame for it um i mean you see how hard it is to win and everything and all you have to do is look at how many times does a team actually win the super bowl there's a lot of space in between you know these teams not all of them have those runs like they used to they really don't um, I didn't know that he taught a class on on, on uh, football. I think it was out there in California. I had no idea about that. And I also didn't know that the first game that he did was with Bob Costas, who was a young guy that he had no idea who he was and didn't think that he knew what he was talking about till he opened his mouth and he was a really, really he was really good at his job. Um, but just watching that entire thing, uh, I forgot about the turducken, uh, the, the turkey, the dressing, the duck, the dressing, and then the chicken. I think I want to try that. Maybe minus the duck. I never had duck before, but one day maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try that. 
but the most beautiful part at the end it just it was just interesting um is that he got to see his public appreciation he got to see his public appreciation and at the end i forget exactly what he said but he's like man uh basically he didn't know uh that he had an impact like that you know he didn't think of it like that and that was good to see that he was appreciative and he got to watch that with his family his entire family christmas day this thing dropped uh he got to watch it with his entire family they loved it of course uh as did he um the next day on december 26th him and his wife virginia they celebrated their 62nd wedding uh, anniversary two days later he passed away unexpectedly at the age of 85 but a beautiful life a beautiful coach uh, a beautiful broadcaster one that i would aspire uh to glean any and everything from and i remember watching john madden and and the way that he did things and you know be you and do it you know do it your own way you don't have to use the telestrator <laughs> to, to, to you know to death um you know do your own thing young broadcasters older broadcasters whoever you may be but john madden a beautiful coach a beautiful uh a beautiful man a great broadcaster uh he will definitely be missed uh references let's get them out of the way uh thanks to uh all madden uh the show that aired on fox also uh espn.com's ryan hawkinsmith an article written the final beautiful goodbye of NFL legend John Madden. Also going back to the 25 greatest head coaches uh, in NFL history. An article by Aaron Talent dated March the 1st, 2021, last year. And also Vincent Frank, October 19, 2011, the top 50 head coaches in NFL history. Yahoo Smith uh, Sports, excuse me, Sharan Williams, Kyler Murray on 9-0 record at AT&T Stadium. It's the mentality of feeling like I can't lose. He definitely can. ESPN.com, ProFootballHallOfFame.com. Also, America's Game, the Super Bowl, the story of the 1976 Oakland Raiders. This has been the Behind the Mic podcast presented by Belly Up Sports, Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, and BellyUpSports.com. Again, check us all out, our shows, our writers, all of that. You can catch us on our home base platform, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. And I'll end it by saying, boom. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.